Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Today, Pastor J.D. will share where he thinks the COVID-19 pandemic could be heading. Will the rapture take place during this time? What is our response to the virus? There are so many questions that Pastor J.D. addresses today. Please know, as always, Pastor J.D. will not set a date for the return of Jesus. He will only encourage us to know and discern the times that we are in. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on March 29, 2020. If you don't mind, I want to get right to it. Uh, We certainly have a lot to get to. I'm hoping in our time together today that you will be blessed and encouraged by what the Lord has put on my heart to share with you. I want to talk with you today about where I see this unequaled, unmatched, unprecedented coronavirus pandemic heading, and perhaps more importantly, what our response to this should be. It's my belief that, and I know this is not going to come as any surprise (laughs) that I believe this and say this, but I truly believe that this may in fact be that which ultimately leads to the rapture of the church, the Antichrist's revelation, and the seven-year tribulation, in that order, by the way. And if you'll kindly indulge me, I will explain how I get there, and I will also explain why it is that we are at the crossroads of the greatest opportunity of our lifetime. Let me preface this by saying that if you're watching this and you're one who has been shaken to the core by this, well, I have very good news for you. However, I first have to be true to the Word of God and the God of the Word, and tell you the truth in love concerning what the Bible says is coming next, specifically in the book of Revelation, the last book in the Bible, and namely that of a new world order out of this world chaos and disorder. I would submit that what's happening now may in fact be creating the perfect storm 
for a one-world government, a one-world economy, and a one-world religion, exactly as the Bible says will happen at the time of the end. And the reason is that this coronavirus pandemic has the propensity to collapse governments, crash economies, and unite religions as it seems that it is even now doing. In the interest of time, and by virtue of the sheer volume of information, I mean, my goodness, this last couple of weeks was really intense, just trying to read through everything and do all the research on everything. It's just, it's so voluminous. So what I did is I condensed it, and I want to just quickly quote some of what has been reported in just the last few days. And please keep in mind that everything is changing, not just on a daily basis, but really on an hourly basis. On Wednesday, the Washington Examiner published a report with the headline, Iran may well collapse under coronavirus strain, warns top EU diplomat. Also on Wednesday, the Associated Press published a report with a similar headline, We are collapsing. Virus pummels medics in Spain and Italy. Boy, it's really bad in Italy. Also on Wednesday, CNN published an article about how the coronavirus, this is interesting, (laughs) is dealing a blow to Russian President Vladimir Putin's plans to stay in power until the year 2036. You might say this is a game changer across the board on a global scale. Thursday, the Times of Israel had this breaking news about a unity government between Netanyahu and Gantz in the face of this coronavirus pandemic. I was thinking about this, and it seems that an infection is more effective than an election. Just thought I'd throw that in, uh, lighten it up, a little bit of humor, or at least an attempt at humor. By the way, if you don't hear anybody laughing, that's because there's nobody here to be laughing. There is just a small team of people for whom I am grateful for that are here. And so I appreciate your patience with me as I try to do this. It's very um, different because I don't have anybody to yell at. I don't have anybody sitting in the front row to spit on. Okay, well, suffice it to say, The world's governments are struggling at best, collapsing at worst, in their attempts to cope with COVID-19, which brings me to this ominous report from Breaking Israel News on Thursday. Listen to this. In this article they quote former British Prime Minister Gordon Brown calling on world leaders to form 
a one-world government in order to cope with COVID-19. And by the way, he's in good company. There are many now that are suggesting that this has to be a global effort on a global scale governmentally. Now, the problem becomes, who's going to be the head of said one world government? According to a Haaretz op-ed piece on Tuesday, Israel's health minister believes the cure for the coronavirus is, wait for it, here it comes, the Messiah. Oh, well, of course, as Christians, we know him as the Antichrist in place of Christ, the false Christ, which then brings up the question of how will this Antichrist, this false Messiah, actually be able to cure the coronavirus? Answer, in a word, vaccine. Oh, this is no ordinary vaccine. It comes at no extra charge with what's known as a quantum dot tattoo, or mark if you prefer, and this because they are then able with this to track and record who's been vaccinated and who has not. According to one source, this will come vis-a-vis the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, who have developed what's known as ID2020. This is probably as good of a time as any to say to you, do not take my word for this. You be a Berean, and you search the Scriptures, and you see if what I'm sharing with you today is true or not. Go online and search. It's there. ID2020. Search quantum dot tattoo. It is technologically to me describing exactly what we're told they will have and do and force everyone to take in Revelation chapter 13. Now, we still have another problem. What's that problem? Well, so the new world, this new order, this reorder, if you prefer, has addressed who and what, but they still need to know how they're going to process such a massive, and it's going to be massive, it already is, this massive data. Answer, 5G technology. You know, it's interesting, I was struck by this as I was reading all of the reports and articles, and we've already seen internet speeds slowing down due to the masses of people who are stuck inside and online. And they're all online at the same time. And so it's already slowing down internet speeds across the globe. Very interesting. By the way, let me parenthetically say that there are other prophetic developments that are being eclipsed by this coronavirus pestilence, and I'm calling it that for a reason. I think it would be deemed obvious reasons. 
There is this plague of locusts. You don't hear much about it because of the coronavirus, but it is sweeping across the globe and destroying everything in its path. I read a report this last week that it was now heading towards, of all places, China. I I, I actually, this is another thing you can uh, search to see how devastating swarms of locusts are. They destroy everything. And if this weren't bad enough, there have been earthquakes in very unusual places, exactly as Jesus said there would be in Matthew 24. Just 10 days ago, a very unusual earthquake in Salt Lake City, Utah, knocked to the ground the trumpet of the angel Moroni there atop the Mormon temple, and it fell to the ground. I'm I'm sorry, I'm chuckling a little bit. I love it when God does that. Wow, pastor, where's the love? Well, you know what? Mormonism is a false religion. It is a false religion. And you know what's interesting? It reminds me of 1 Samuel chapter 5, when the Philistines brought the Ark of the Covenant into the temple of Dagon. And this statue, this false god of Dagon, fell down to the ground, face down, and broke in front of the Ark of the Covenant. Dagon it. I don't know if that's where they got the name, but I suppose you could say, and I think you would agree, that God today is lovingly trying to get the world's attention as a final warning, because He's a loving God who doesn't want anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. In my quiet time with the Lord, this last couple of weeks, He directed me to Exodus and the plagues that came upon Egypt. And it's important to understand that Egypt is a picture or a type in Scripture of the world. So I went into my archives and was reminded that all ten plagues struck against the false gods that the Egyptians worshipped. The Nile, the frogs, I take uh, issue with the frogs, not frogs, the frogs. They actually worshipped. These were gods. They had over 3,000 gods. And all of these plagues struck these false gods that the Egyptians had worshipped. Why do I point this out? For a number of reasons, chief of which is the prophetic parallel with the plagues in Exodus that came upon Egypt and the judgments in Revelation that will come upon the world yet future. In fact, it was I think in 2008 we were uh, in Exodus, our study through the Bible, book by book and chapter by chapter and verse by verse, and we actually did a study 
on the type, the comparison, the parallel between every single one of those plagues and the book of Revelation. I mean, it is to the T. I would suggest that the true and living God has struck at the modern day false gods of sports, entertainment, and especially the God of money. And to me, the question becomes one of whether or not this is the final warning, and I believe it is, and if so, will it be met with a hardening of the heart or a surrendering of the heart? Hang in there with me. I I want to sort of turn a corner here, and it's really important that you hear my heart and not misunderstand me when I say this. But if it sounds like I believe life will never return to normal, it's because I believe life will never return to normal. I was just sharing with the team before going live that I am becoming increasingly convinced that this coronavirus is going to end in the rapture for us as Christians. I could be wrong, but I would rather be ready and have life return to normal, whatever that looks like, than not be ready and not have life return to normal. In other words, I'd rather prepare and have it not happen than not prepare only to have it happen. If, let's just say, life returns to a semblance of normalcy and it doesn't go down this way or happen this way at this time, then I want to present you with a question. What have we lost? What have we lost? We have nothing to lose and everything to gain. At the beginning I mentioned that we stand at the crossroads of the greatest opportunity of our lifetime. And what I mean by that is, it is now (laughs) that opportunity to reach the lost while we still have time. What have we lost if we reach the lost? We have nothing to lose and everything to gain, namely that of the salvation of many in this history's last hour, I really believe the last moments of world history as we know it. So we've been doing these prophecy updates for 14 years now, going on 15 actually. And with the exception of Christmas and Resurrection Sunday, Every Sunday, every week, I have stood behind this pulpit, as has been my privilege to do, and I have shared with you that the Lord is coming, that Bible prophecy is being fulfilled, that the time is near. And I stand before you today, and before the Lord today, and I am saying to you, that it's not now that the Lord is near, the return of the Lord is near, the return of the Lord is here. I truly believe that with all of my heart. A couple years ago we started doing these 
updates and ending them with what's known as the ABCs of salvation, and with it the gospel of salvation in the person of Jesus Christ. And that's how I would like to end our time together today. What is the gospel? The gospel means good news. Your debt has been paid. Your penalty has been paid. You are free to go. That penalty was paid when Jesus came the first time and was crucified and buried and rose again on the third day. And good news, He's coming back again one day. Uh, I just thought of this. I think the Lord would have me to share this, but very interesting. Think about this. So that 10th plague, you know what the 10th plague was, right? It was the death of the firstborn son, the first begotten son. Except if you had a lamb and the blood of that lamb on the doorposts of your house. And then what would happen is when that 10th plague hit and it hit, and the angel of death came, and it came. If you had the blood of the Lamb in the shape of a cross on the doorposts of your house, that angel of death would pass over you, and you would be saved. You know who the Passover Lamb is, and the fulfillment of that prophecy is? It is in the person of Jesus Christ. So those who have the blood of the Lamb of God, the person of Jesus Christ, His shed blood in our stead on the doorposts of our lives, if you will, will be saved. And that angel of death will pass over. Uh, One more thought on this. You go to Israel today, and all of the Jewish people are in their homes on this upcoming Passover. Think about this. Now, I know some conspiracy juices are flowing right now, so let me just go on record and say I am not making any predictions. All I'm saying is, is Resurrection Sunday is coming. It's the Passover celebration in Israel. It's Resurrection Sunday for us as Christians. That's coming up. And isn't it interesting? on this the eve of the Jewish Passover and Resurrection Sunday. That's the good news, that Jesus came, He was crucified, He was buried, He rose again on the third day, and He's coming back again one day. Now, the ABCs of salvation are just one explanation, a simple childlike explanation of salvation. It's not the only way, it's a way. And I just want to say, if you're watching this today, or maybe it's going to be on television that you're watching this, we have this on uh, the local stations here, Kahlo and Olelo as well. If you're watching this, and (laughs) you're thinking to yourself, uh, oh my goodness, this is uh, kind of scaring me a little bit. That can be a good thing. Uh, let me say it this way. I would rather scare you into heaven than flatter you into hell. Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass 
in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the Creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's prophecy update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this prophecy update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s prophecy updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this Prophecy Update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.